Rebel Yell Podcast on the Trib Live High School Sports Network. We're here to honor our first WPIL Boys Basketball Team of the Week of the 2024 postseason. Uh, you know, we ran the ranks through the regular season. Now we're into the postseason, and we are saluting the Woodland Hills Wolverines and uh, their first-year head coach, Jared Zeke, is kind enough to join us. Uh, Jared, congratulations. So much to talk to you about. You're an impressive young man. We'll we'll talk about the Wolverines, but we appreciate you joining us. Oh, thank you so much, Don. It's an honor. You know that. The impressive thing, again, we're going to get into hoops, but I'm going to give you a chance to, and, and I'm sure a lot of folks in the area have heard the story. Um, you're an entrepreneur of sorts in the, uh, of all things, fashion business as you sport your Woody High uh Oh, yeah. uh, hoodie. Uh, <laughs> um, talk a little bit about your love for fashion and how it led to you starting your own business. No lack, right? No lack. Yeah. Honestly, it's uh, I was just a little kid, and and believe it or not, I tell everybody it was basketball that led me to it. Um, I just I love drawing. I'm a I'm a creative person by nature. My mother was just is still she doesn't practice as much but she's a talented artist um left-handed so my creativity comes from her my ability to speak comes my from my father so you put that two together and of course i was drawing things as a kid and ambitious me was like oh i'm so good at this i'm gonna send these to nike and all these different companies and they're gonna love it and i'm gonna work for them as a sure enough i did it and god bless my parents for never laughing at me but maybe they did behind closed doors, but never to my <laughs> face. You know, they always did. They 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 reared me in the right That's direction good. and believed in me and never said any dream was silly. Um, and through that, I sent my designs to an up and coming company out of Philly. Nonetheless, it, it was called And One. And right. I don't know if you remember the And One mixtape tour. So it was Ray Fear Austin. Skip to my Lou was his nickname. And I was just enthralled by his ability to control basketball. So. I wanted to be that, you know, that was it. And back and forth, I built a relationship with, uh, of all things, they sponsored team Brazil. So they had an intern who played for them and back and forth would mail things. They'd send me mixtapes. I'd send them designs. They'd send me clothes. I'd send them designs. And, you know, from that, it instilled this confidence in me at such a young age that I could do anything if I really put my mind to it. And like we discussed, <laughs> my, my career has been interesting because I don't lack confidence. And that's something that in Woodland Hills program I wanted to instill into all my kids is I don't care how big your dream is. Go do it. Go do it. If if anyone can think it, someone can go do it. And I want my kids to always feel that way. Sell some merch. How can folks who are or who are listening uh, yeah. check out some of your some of you your know stuff? What? I'll be honest, Don. I'm not a salesman that way. You know, I, I'm a true or, organic person. And if you stumble upon the brand and, and you embody what the messaging is, then support it. And if not, you know, work a little harder. That's what I tell people because it, it it's my message is we created a nightmare by unifying dreamers. And I did something for communities and I turned that into we created a nightmare by unifying communities and did that for a lot of local areas that have impacted my life with incredible people. So I, I'll leave the uh, the pitching on the other side. You know, I want to stay focused on my boys and not my business right now. NOLAC, N-O-L-A-C. So oh, yeah. you folks now have that. Yeah, they can run with it, it, right? <laughs> yep. Um, so let's talk uh, Woodland Hills Wolverine basketball. First of all, um, how did you get this opportunity? What 
you know, we we talked before we started yeah. your 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 playing career, but as far as coaching background is concerned, how did what led you to to get this opportunity at Woodland Hills? So it goes back, like I said, I had a pretty bad knee injury in high school, and my goal was to walk on at Duquesne. And I spent a year at Duquesne University with their basketball team, and I built incredible when i say incredible relationships i was at that school maybe 18 months and to this day um i'm friends with the majority of those players on that team and many of them i don't know if you remember um there was a shooting on campus and yes that that was when they ran the the five men five men in five men out with coach everhart and it developed into this understanding that you got to learn how to utilize the tools that you have in circumstances. And I got addicted to, to the coaching side. And if anybody knows what that old saying is, is those who can't do teach. So when the game was taken away from me physically, I really just doubled down on learning the game, leveraging relationships. And through those relationships over the years, um, you know, two of those two teammates now are in the front office with the Los Angeles Lakers and the Utah Jazz. Um, I've been blessed through my company and I don't know, I post videos of my experiences like I was talking. I have a high level of empathy for individuals through experience. And those videos connected me with Oak Hill Academy, which is a prestigious basketball powerhouse. And I got very close with their staff. In down in Virginia, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mouth of Wilson, Virginia. It's right on the border of North Carolina, right. tucked in the hills. You got to go. It's incredible. There's Christmas tree farms. It's a beautiful campus, but it's up there. Um and just through all those relationships, uh, coaching was natural. I coached that state championship team for Mount Lebanon. I coached their those boys through fourth to eighth grade in basketball. And then I'll bounce around and help different programs. Two years prior to this, three years, actually, I was at McKeesport as an assistant coach. So all those things just led to an opportunity when the uh, job actually got posted. A good friend of mine, his name's Alex Kaminsky, sent it to me. And he said, hey, bro. Like you gotta apply to this. You have to. Like this is meant for you. So I reached out to Troy Blackwell, who's the head coach at uh, McKeesport. Good, right. incredible person. Good friend of mine. He said, "Yeah, bro, you have to take it." Um, so I applied. I, I leveraged those references that I had mentioned earlier, and my teammates, and a lot of my mentors in the game. And you know, through that, I went through the interview process, and I'm forever thankful that the school board and superintendent believed in me. Jared was part of the uh, 2007. Uh, Bethel Park championship team under the great Mike Mastriani. But unfortunately, as you said, um, you were more of a spectator. Still. Yeah. Yeah, I was. And I, that was, that was the start of the end of my basketball career when it came to injuries, but yeah. you know, God always has a different plan. Yeah. I had a tattooed man plans and God laughs. Close a window, open the door. Um, That's exactly it, Don. That's exactly it. Different opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. The, um, Regular season, before we start talking about the, the preliminary round game, you guys finish in fourth place in Section 2, uh, finish 5-5 five and five in the section. Some ups, some downs. Yeah. Um, as first seasons go, there's always that learning curve, you learning the players, them learning you and your staff. In retrospect, as far as the regular season goes, what was your take? Growth a lot of growth. You, you hit the nail on the head. Um, you know, there are members of this team that didn't participate last season. You mix that with youth and new coaching staff, new administration. 
And, you know, we were dealing with a schedule that no one in the admin scheduled, planned anything. Um, so as we were going through the season, you know, we were all learning together how to do this. And just like anything, that growth is painful at times. But I tell my kids this. Basketball is such a beautiful thing because it's like life. It's a game of runs. And if you're up, you're going to be down. And if you're down, you're going to be up. And every time that we faced adversity, what I'm so proud of these kids, they never quit. Their heart, um, their value system, who they are as young men is has always been incredible to me. So I can't say anything poorly because I'm thankful for all those losses because it's difficult to teach the youth anything when they win. Yes. Um, you know, one of my things that I say is thank you for the losses, the lessons and the blessings. And they go in that order. The losses come before the lesson. And we like this hoodie says brick by brick. You know, we have to take those lessons, stack them to create the blessings ahead of us. And, you know, I'm praying that we stay on the path that we are and we're coming together at the right time. We all know it. Um, it's not when you get hot necessarily, but or let me rephrase that it is when you get hot. And right now, you know, the way we're playing, the way we're shooting the ball, the chemistry that we were able to create, you know, this second half of the season is what really, really brings joy and hope to my heart for the future. I love the brick by brick mentality when, when you're trying to turn things around or build something uh, from the from the ground floor up. Um, you can take shortcuts and it may pay off in the, in the short game. But the long run is the program's not going to be able to sustain itself. Whereas you build that solid foundation and you can build on it. You've already told me that uh, you're super, super stoked about some of the young talent that is coming up in this program. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, it's incredible. The talent within Woodland Hills, it's it's exciting. Um, and I'm not saying that because they're, they're my talented young men. But just overall, it's good to see um, – just such ambition at an early age. A lot of these kids, they know what they want and they're willing to put the work in. And that's something that generationally I haven't seen in a while. So it excites me and, you know, it motivates me to be a better person and make sure that I'm challenged by them. You know, 20% of the class has to be smarter than the teacher else that the class is stagnant. So there are kids on my team that will challenge. And I love that because they're going to see things from the first person point of view that I can't. And as a head coach, you have to listen to them. You know, I want my players heard. They're not always going to be right. And I'll listen, but I'm not always going to act on that information. But I want them to always feel that they have a voice. Um, the sophomore class, the freshman class, the up and coming middle schoolers, yeah. everybody. And I don't want to diminish anything of my junior and senior class. You know, we don't we only have two seniors on the team this year. And God bless them both. They are. I wish I could have them for more, you know. There's a lot of kids on that team. I wish I could have them for more years, but you know how it goes with high school. You're four and done. That's right. The um, Wolverines get put into the uh, preliminary round, the uh, 5A with 17 teams. So one preliminary round game, uh, you guys uh, head south to Trinity to take on the the Hillers. Um, and And the one thing that all coaches will tell you, and I'm sure tell their teams is hey, we got to get off to a quick start. We got to jump. Good, good start. Good start. Good start. And that's exactly what you guys do. Strong first quarter out of the gates for the Wolverines. Yeah, no, it was a blessing. And, you know, that's something that I, I tell my players and I'm adamant about it. It's putting four quarters together because, you know, you referenced earlier with our record, 
there were too many times this season where we put one, two quarters together and then we're flat for one. And like I said, it's a game of runs. And if we don't get our run back, that's it. And right. now those kids in this last game realize like, okay, we really got to put that foot down and keep it there. You can't start coasting. We got to keep the pressure up and we got to keep doing what got us this lead. Um, the, the youth on the team is maturing. The leaders that are named captains are stepping up and everybody's coming together. Like we said earlier at the right time. And we shot the ball really well. I like the way <laughs> we're shooting the ball. That, that always helps, right? Yeah, uh, it makes it a lot easier when those threes drop early on. You get a yep. little confidence and find that rhythm and you start trusting yourself, although we did settle for some at times. I like the finishing kick, too. You guys are up eight after three quarters, and you put them away with an exclamation point again uh, on the road. 21-7, you outscore them in the fourth quarter, and you end up rolling to a 22-point victory. Uh, start and finish. Now, you can't go to sleep in the second and third quarters, but uh, as a coach, you had to have been pleased with with how your team finished. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, um, my, my young guards, Amir Brown and Scoop Smith, they handle the ball so well. They handle pressure so well. They communicate with each other and the team so well. And Lamar Williams is just an all-out force. And that game specifically, you know, he has a double-double with seven blocks to add. It's, it's impressive. Um, you know, it – Watching those young men handle pressure, knowing that it's coming, not getting skittish with the ball, you know, understanding clock management. It makes my life easy as a head coach. And I tell my players all the time, I'm not micromanaging you. If you need me, I'll be there. But at times I want you to be able to yeah. be yourself as a player. I think a lot, a lot of coaches, um, in my experiences, they micromanage players and then the players tighten up. I want my players to have restricted freedom. As silly as that sounds, you know, when they I can't step on the court. I have to trust them and their reads. And I always tell them and they use it against me at times. But I tell them, hey, you're going to figure this out, you know, figure it out because I can't always lead. you got to be able to make your reads on the court and I'll give you my my insights. But at the end of the day, it's based off of what you see when you're handling that ball. It's like a coach coming in and I have a system and you guys will reform to my system instead of, Hey, let's, let me see what I have and, you know, and, and, and adjust to them. And that's, you know, the fact that you're giving them space and freedom to, to be the best they can be, so to speak, uh, is, is good. Well, we'll see. We'll see. You know, it, it depends on who you ask it, but, but right now it's something that, I truly want to understand who my players are without telling them who they are. They're young men. You know, they're not developed yet. They're understanding themselves, and I don't want to be a negative influence directing them in an avenue that they shouldn't be in. You know, I, I tell them all the time, I'm the bumpers. You know, most bowlers, if me and you played, I don't know how you are. I'd probably hit the, I'd probably hit the bumpers once or twice, but it's there to keep the kids out of the gutter. I'm not here to restrict you. You're still playing this game. I'm just there to make sure you don't fall off. They called me Bumper Boy back in the day. But anyway, we won't I had get into that. Dawn, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of bad memories are starting to come back. But no, um, you mentioned Scoop Smith. Well, he made a name for himself, tremendous football player as well. But really balanced attack uh, also stood out in the victory over um, Trinity. You mentioned Amir Brown. He has 14. Lamar Williams, another player you mentioned, 14. Uh, Landon Aikens with 12, Jaden Hill with 11. Yeah, and a lot of players that uh, were big parts of this big victory. Yeah, no, and and that's something I'm so proud of Landon and Jaden. 
because I'm that coach that if you miss a shot, I'm telling you shoot the next one because you don't miss two in a row. Whereas a lot of coaches in the past I've watched, you know, they get they get upset. And I want my kids to understand that I believe in them. They need to believe in themselves. So to see Jaden shoot the ball like he did, Landon, Landon Akins is one of the best on-ball and off-ball defenders that I've seen in a long time, much like Scoop Smith, the tenacity that he has defensively. And Jaden Hill, as of late, stepping up as a defender. You know, they take defense personally. And as a coach, man, on the sidelines, I get fired up because I can see it the way they look at me. I'm like, oh, he's ready. He's locked in. And to watch them fill it up offensively with that tenacity on defense, it's exciting as a head coach. Defense travels this time of year uh, in the WPIL playoffs, so you always have a chance. You're going to need defense. You're going to need a lot of things to go your way. You get this victory. You move into the round of 16, and you get uh, the top dog, uh, the oh, Moon yeah. Tigers. Number one seed. I know you've been doing a lot of prep getting the getting the team ready. What about uh, What's your take on Moon? It's a great team. Uh, coach very well. Great size. Great length. Um, you know, when they sit in their one, three, one, it's, they put their hands out. They, you know, they're there. Um, they get up. That's exactly it. Uh, they're an exciting team to watch. It it excites me to see our style of play against them. I like the matchup. We're going to get up and down. I think it's going to be a high scoring game. It, uh, all I can say is this is going to be fun. I'm excited. I'm excited without giving too much away, but I'm not going to ask you for any trade secrets here, uh, but I do want to, what do you guys, what can't you do to remain competitive in this game? What can't we do? As in, what should we not do to make sure? In in other words, what, what is, what is the, the one thing there's probably several, but one thing you you can't do if you want to, uh, to be, to to compete with the Tigers. Not rebound. If, if we're not, if we're not crashing that glass and boxing out, man, they will get out and run on us and they're going to put on a show at home, you know? So it's something that, like I said, it's, it's effort plays. We have to make sure our hearts in this game and we're doing the small things that come down to wanting it more because they're a great team, but I really do believe in my players matching up when I tell them it's dog versus dog, they're great. But you know, where's your heart going to be when that clock ends at the end of the game? Well, I tell you what, you're an impressive young man. My first chance to 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 chat with you. I've I've enjoyed it thoroughly. Uh, congratulations on the on the big win, the success in this your first season at Woodland Hills. Many many more to you, and we wish you the best uh, as you head to uh, the Den of Tigers to take on Moon. No, nah, thank you so much, Don. I appreciate your kind words as well. Let's uh let's go Wolverines, right? There you go. Thank you, Jared. Good luck. Oh, thank you so much, Don. We'll talk to you soon. All right, Jared Zeke, the uh, head coach of the Woodland Hills Wolverines. Impressive. They go on the road in the prelim game, go down to Trinity, win by 22 points. That's an eye-opener. And now they have uh, to go to Moon. Uh, But like you said, he feels – coach feels confident that they can match up with them. And if all the things fall into place, 16s have beat ones before. I'm not sure. Maybe once or twice. But I'm sure it's happened. It hasn't happened in the NCAA. It's happened in the WPIAL. All right. Uh, let's get folks uh, updated as far as 6A, 5A, 4A. We talked about 3A, 2A, and Class A in the um, Player of the Week podcast, uh, which was Jake Gillen of Aquinas Academy. All right. We'll start in 5A since we were talking Woodland Hills basketball, the Wolverines winning 
uh, 64-42 over Trinity. They get the 16th seed, a visit to Moon on Monday at 7 o'clock. The 8-9 game, right under that one in the brackets, Fox Chapel North Hills. Historic matchup here. These two teams met for the WPL 6A championship two years ago. Fox Chapel stunned then top seed North Hills, but North Hills got a little revenge last year in a semifinal victory over the Foxes. So this sort of the rubber game, three straight years of postseason matchup between Fox Chapel and North Hills taking place Monday, 8 o'clock at Fox Chapel. Thomas Jefferson, the fourth seed, champions of Section 1. They will host uh, Penn Trafford. That one also is an 8 o'clock tip. Peters Township, runners-up a year ago. Um, they will be home at AHN Arena to Kiski area on Monday at 7 p.m. Franklin Regional is the number two seed. The Panthers have an out, had an outstanding season. 7 o'clock, they will host the Mars Fighting Planets. Five years ago, Mars was wrapping up their second straight district championship. Great game in Monroeville on Monday, 7 o'clock. It's the 10-7 matchup. Defending champion Penn Hills visiting number seven, Gateway. Shaler is home to Chartiers Valley. That's an 8 o'clock tip at Shaler High School. And South Fayette hosting Bethel Park. I'll be at that one. Uh, 7 o'clock at South Fayette, the Hawks and the Lions. Uh, 6A, nothing's happened. Still waiting for the quarterfinals. That'll come on Friday. Uh, Pine Richland and Mount Lebanon. Uh, North Allegheny at Baldwin. Kenna McMillan at Central Catholic and Butler at Upper St. Clair. Uh, as far as 4A is concerned, first round in the books uh, from this past Friday, Lincoln Park rolling over Freeport 93-63. They will now play Knock, a four-point winner over Beaver in round one. Lincoln Park and Knock Wednesday, 8 o'clock at North Allegheny. Uniontown, the fourth seed against fifth seed North Catholic, the Red Raiders, disposing of Quaker Valley by 19 points, 20-point victory for North Catholic over Elizabeth Forward, Trojans and Red Raiders on Wednesday, 8 o'clock at Norwin High School. Hampton is the two seed. They will play South Allegheny. Good matchup. Uh, the Gladiators, the number seven seed, uh, knocking off Bell Vernon by nine. Hampton won by 11 over Central Valley at Fox Chapel, 8 o'clock. Gladiators and Talbots and Montours, the three seed. They rolled big over Southmoreland, 71 44. Up next, another matchup with Avonworth. Two section foes meeting for the third time, and they split their first two. So, this the rubber game for a spot in the semifinals. Rowan Carmichael, 32 points to lead Avonworth over Highlands. That game, Spartans and Antelopes at Mount Lebanon at 8 p.m. So there you have it. Uh, thank you to uh, Coach Jared Zeke of Woodland Hills uh, for uh, as our uh, WPIL uh, playoff uh, team of the week. Uh, first playoff team of the week. Many more to come. We'll go through the district and also through the state playoffs. Thanks to Chris Lackner as well. I'm Don Rebel. We thank you for joining us. Rebel Yell Podcast, Triple Live High School Sports Network.